Hello, everyone, and welcome to Sea View Quantum Network. I'm your presenter, Daniel, and I'm here with producer Claudia Pareco. Our opening song features Sunset Serenade by Cyclone. Albums and singles are available in all music stores and platforms. A moment of your time is one of the most extraordinary gifts we could ever be given. Each week, we create a place for you to rest your heart by providing the platform for peaceable connection to the most gifted lightworkers, intuitives, alternative healers who will surprise you with something different, something outside of what's expected, innovative and unique. Our shows are held on Fridays at 12 p.m. Eastern U.S. time and 9 a.m. Pacific time. At any moment to participate on our shows, please call 805-830-8344 and press 1 to talk with the host. Take My Call. At any moment before or during the show, you can opt for Take My Call and jump the long line of callers. We are now following the pay-what-you-can business model. You pay what you feel our services are worth to you. You can send a payment using paypal.me slash p-u-r-e-c-o and add the amount that you want. To request a show, please write to Claudia Pareco at cview1111 at gmail.com or visit our website cview1111.net Now, close your eyes and get in touch with the present, the only reality. Feel your body, feel your breath, and let it drift back to the present moment. everybody to embark on a journey of self-discovery and empowerment. As you listen, don't forget to explore Sadie's website, seekingdivinity.com, where you'll discover a wide range of services designed to uplift and transform your life. Whether you're seeking guidance on health, finances, relationships, past life or personal development, Sati is here to provide the insights and solutions you're looking for, from finding lost dying to navigating karmic challenges. Sati's expertise knows no bounds. Visit City in the Unity and unlock the infinite, infinite possibilities that await you. But for today, we have Sati here and see you, and she comes the first Friday of every month. But today we have to do a little adjustment on our calendar, but luckily we have her here today on this beautiful June 8th as we celebrate the entrance of these months that, um, to me, they look like vacation, summer is soon approaching, the temperature is getting um, more warm, more inviting to be outdoors, to be with nature, to bring in the light into our lives. And there is always some teaching that Sati has for all 
our listeners and followers so you can have better outcomes, so you can feel happier, in joy, and in love. So let's bring Sati to today's show. And remember that um, you can use Take My Call. This is an optional way to ensure that you are first in the QE today in a long list of uh, callers. So for that, you can use paypal.me forward slash P-U-R-E-C-O. That is P as in Peter, U, R as in Rat, E, C as in Carlos, O. And press 1 when you're ready to ask a question for Sati. And Sati, welcome to the show all the way from France in another world, another dimension, another era. <laughs> That's funny. Um, I'm not that far away. I'm actually much closer than all of that, but thank you. <laughs> Hello, everyone. Hello, Miss Claudia. I hope everybody is doing well. I don't know about you guys, but I've had a little bit of a rough couple of weeks, um, physical issues, so like food allergies and hives and sprained ankle and other tummy trouble, and I'm like, oh, my goodness gracious. So sometimes they're like that, right? How about with you, Miss Claudia? Is everything good with you? Yes, everything is fine over here, but I hear you. It's, it's almost like all of a sudden you're doing great. And then one day it's like, oh, no, not so great. And then it's almost like when things or symptoms happen is one after the other and after the other. To me, it's pretty much the universe telling you or telling me, hey, listen, there's something I need to tell you. And usually that's the only way they get me to slow down and pay attention. So I don't know if that's the case with you, but that's with me. Yeah, you know, sometimes that's the case. I'm pretty good at listening um, because they yap at me so much. Um, but, yeah, sometimes that definitely is the case. The ankle thing was because I was so busy looking up in this one museum that I was in that I didn't realize that the stairs were going down beneath me. And so in my mind, I was kind of like in that cartoon where you walk off the edge of the cliff and you just keep walking because you're oblivious. <laughs> Only I landed on the side of my ankle and went, oh, dang, ground was much farther down than it was supposed to be. So, you know, <laughs> that is just silly, silly, silly. Um, but one of the things that did come up about all of this um, is, well, there's a couple of things. And it's interesting because I always ask before I come to the radio show, uh, what is it that you would really most like people to understand? Um, and, you know, last time that we came and we spoke, we talked about heat. And heat is interesting because heat has to, to do with frequency to some extent. When you have a lower frequency, the energy moves 
more slowly. The atoms, the nucleus, the molecules, that kind of thing, move more slowly. So a thing will appear very, very solid, like a rock. Um, but when the frequency is heightened, when it's lifted, raised up however much it can be raised, the atoms, the nucleus, the molecules get excited and they start moving faster, quicker, faster and faster and faster. And, you know, it could end up changing the concept of that rock into like what we would understand as a pane of glass, although there's no glass there. So you just would walk right on through. Maybe a screen would be a better metaphor or maybe none at all. But, you know, to, to give an idea that the rock was there and now it's gone and you can walk right on through it because there's ample space in between those um, molecules and they're moving so quickly that it's very easy to, let's say, part them just a little bit more in order to walk through that rock or walk through that wall. So being able to raise one's frequency, I know that, you know, everybody pretty much has heard about this by this point in time. And there's so many different ways to do this. You can do it with um, Tibetan bowls or crystal bowls or meditation or eating food that is considered sattvic, which is a Ayurvedic yogic term that means really super pure, um, as fresh as possibly can be. Um, you know, you can, you can go to a salt cave, uh, work with salt in your bath. There's, there's like a multitude of things that you can do to raise your frequency. Even working with what could be considered as silly things like rattles and bells and stuff like that because all of that shifts the frequency uh, around an individual and in an individual working with the chakras is um, yet another way. So there's lots of different ways that you can change your frequency. What people don't realize is that when you go and you have a reading, oftentimes the reader can change the frequency. And it's not that they're changing anything in you. It's that they have created a space around them. And in creating that space that you have now stepped into, your frequency or energy automatically shifts and changes to match the level of the frequency that was set. And so in such a way, you can change your frequency. Now, obviously, the job that you're tasked with is to keep that um, shift if you like it. But this is often why sometimes people will say, I saw a reader, I have no idea what they said, but boy, I felt so much better after I left or, or while I was sitting there and then when I left, I just felt like a million dollars and I had the weight of the world on me when I went in. Well, it's because the frequency that readers carry. And, and if, you're, if you're working with a good reader, they're going to maintain that frequency. They're going to do things throughout the day 
every day, every week, every year to not only maintain a certain frequency, but to continually work at lifting it. So that is palpable. You can, you can feel that. Um, and the thing about that is that it changes something that very little people, very few people actually put together. Um, it changes one's efficiency. So when you are operating at a higher frequency, you are literally more efficient. Your brain works more efficiently. How it communicates with the rest of your body is more efficient. How the organs then communicate with it is more efficient. How you interpret what the brain is telling you and um, how your mind and your heart is able to open and to perceive that which maybe you might normally not perceive um, that all comes with the change of frequency, and that is a different level, let's say, of efficiency. You can get more done. So it's not just about understanding and intercommunication within the body, but you can get more done during your day. You can get things done in a better way, cutting right to the chase right to the core of things, getting down to the nitty-gritty, getting to the heart of things so that whatever it is that you're doing is not getting dragged out. Um, I love to paint, and if you've ever been on my website, you'll see my paintings there. I'm about ready to add a few more in there. And, you know, sometimes I can look at a painting and I can see what needs to be done. And sometimes I look at a painting and I'm kind of lost and I'll flail around for a while and, you know, it may take me a year to finish that painting. And maybe another day, excuse me, never inhale, never inhale and swallow at the same time. It's no bueno. Anyway, maybe on another day I might approach that same painting with a higher frequency that I'm carrying and be able to see immediately what I need to do to actualize what I'm wanting to create. So these are just different ideas. I can work with your cooking. Um, I try to change my frequency when I'm cooking uh, because I want those high vibrations to go into my food. Sometimes I say mantra or prayer over my food while I'm cooking it. Um, And it's funny because my husband will often be like, oh, that was really yummy. That was really a good meal. What did you do differently? And I'm like, oh, nothing much. But (laughs) actually, I was doing my mantra. (laughs) So, you know, it's palpable. And the guides really wanted me to speak about um, getting your frequency and creating greater efficiency in your life. Now, the year 2023 is what I will call the calm before the storm. And now the interesting thing about times where you have the calm before the storm is that um, (laughs) the clouds still roll in. Maybe the wind picks up. Maybe that's when it stops being so calm or maybe it picks up for a little bit and then it drops back off and it's calm again for a little while and then it picks up again. I mean, there's all kinds of different things that happen, but 
this year is going to be one of those years where we're going to kind of be ducking in and out of a little bit of craziness, things rising to the surface that need to be cleared away, both individually and collectively. If you keep your energy, your frequency high, and your efficiency at peak, you will be able to breathe through this year. And next year, when society is a little uh, you'll be able to sustain yourself and sail through in a much better way. So that's my message for everybody today. I hope it lands, and I hope it feels feels right to you. It does. So, um, Sati, I was telling people that are waiting for you their um, readings. How, even though you have multiple friends, we are still connected, and you have been in this show for so many years. But I love that there's always a message for everyone um, at the beginning, in the middle, and even with the, with each call. Even though if you don't get to get your answer, your question with Sati, there's always messages uh, within the messages that you get to other people. And how would you? What would the, um, your guides explain this phenomenon? where exactly what you were looking for is there, even when you don't ask. Oh, wow, that's a wonderful question. I'm going to back up for one second and say, yeah, I I do stay connected with everybody on the calls and on the radio show, even though I'm in France, because I read energy. And energy is not bound by space. And it's not bound by time. So that's why it feels so easy, let's say, when we're all together, you know. Um, But now to get to your question, which is a great question, by the way. Um, You know, I kind of call those gifts from the universe moments of grace, moments of synchronicity, um, blessings. I mean, they can, you can call it a, a lot of different things. There's a lot of similes for that. But honestly, it's when your energy aligns with the energy, let's say, of the divine or of the universe or of whatever God, goddess you work with or your higher self and, you know, fill in the blank there, right? Um, and it aligns in such a way that you are open to perceiving what has dropped into your lap. And I say it this way because oftentimes things drop into our laps and we're just like, yeah, no idea. And you're like, lap, I have a lap. I didn't know I had a lap. My One of my favorite favorite things um jim carrey i love jim carrey and in his movie um bruce almighty which still cracks me up to this day he's so mad at god and he's yelling and he's like why don't you send me a sign well Mm -hmm. in process of this he almost rear ends a truck that has all of these stop signs 
in the back. Mm -hmm. So that means that there's all of the signs. And he didn't even notice it. He had no clue. And he's yelling at the guy with the stop sign (laughs) truck because he's so mad at him. But it's like, he's just oblivious. And, and that's why I say the universe is constantly providing for us. And if you don't believe that, look at this earth. Everything that we could have ever wanted is on this earth. This is the Garden of Eden. It's interesting to me that the Garden of Eden is this concept of the past. Like, oh, that was hundreds of thousands of years ago or for some people, 5,000 years ago, but it's a go. It's not now. Well, no, we live in the Garden of Eden. We can either maintain that or we can destroy that, but that's where we exist. And so everything is still given to us. All of the food that we can want, the the insects to pollinate it and, and other creatures that pollinate that we don't even know about that carry um, the seeds forward. Um, I just was seeing the other day that salmon in certain parts of the world will actually feed the trees of the forest nitrogen. And you're like, well, how does salmon get to the forest to provide the nitrogen to the trees? Well, they're by the bears. So, you know, I mean, everything is so interconnected and it's not just here on Earth. It's throughout the cosmos, throughout, throughout the universe. Um, we're always so well taken care of. just have to have the eyes to see. That was kind of a long-winded answer. I'm sorry. No, thank <laughs> you. It's beautiful. You know, and that is true. The nature is there for us. And I love that because I, I just saw this morning in the news and after that, I, we're going to start with callers. Uh, you know, in America, and I don't know if you follow what's going on over here, all those forests in Canada that are burning, and now the air is coming down to New York and North Carolina, and it's making a lot of people have issues. But I love that thing. I think it was someone in charge of the of the um, burns of the of the forest, and he said something like, um, the, we do not control the forest. The forest controls us. And I'm not sure if he used the, the name control, but it was pretty much like w- nature is the one that provides us the, the guidelines. We do not guide nature into what we want, but it gives you what we need. And with that, I would love you to get our first caller of the day, and we are having Take My Call user, Mary. Hello, Miss Mary. Hello, how are you? I'm your usual. I love um, it. I love that I get to speak with you. Thank you. Yes, I, I'm so grateful. I'm so grateful. So um, what has happened is um, May 21st, my husband did pass. He was in hospice, and he did pass May 21st. And now I am kind of overwhelmed. I'm um, 
I'm kind of overloaded. I'm kind of don't know which way to turn, to what to do next. I really uh, don't know what my financial um, state is going to be. Um, and uh, I really want to move. I know that this is somewhat of a new beginning for me, and I, uh, I'm, I'm just kind of overwhelmed. I, I want to move, and I, I, I don't know about money, and I don't know about relationship, and um, I just, I guess, I'm just asking, what do you see in store for me? Okay. Okay to ask that. Absolutely. Um, when I said okay, it was because I was already looking. So <laughs> I am so sorry, but um, sometimes I'm already shifting gears and moving into things um, before somebody finishes speaking. Um, okay. So one of the things is strength that you possess that you don't realize that you possess. When we get overwhelmed, it's often because we feel like we are not up to the task. We're not able to, in some way, either deal with what has occurred, no matter how prepared we were or are for it, um, or that perhaps, you know, when it comes, it, it, it comes in a way that we feel we are not up to the task to handle. And I want to remind you, um, your guides want to remind you that you are a very strong woman. You've been a very strong woman for quite a while, and you kind of need to continue that for a little bit. And it's an interesting thing because uh, watching a loved one pass away is such a hard, hard situation, and I am so sorry for your loss and for you know, all that it has entailed because a process such as his, which, which has been coming for a while, is so draining in so many ways. And I just want to express my sympathy and my empathy to you in this moment. But I also want to say to you that you have been really, really strong for a long period of time. And the time to let go of that has not yet come. You've got about six more months, maybe eight tops, that you still need to be strong. And then after that, you can let go, relax, and regroup. Before then, you're going to be busy working with all of the, let's say, post uh, mortem stuff that comes um, from a loved one's passing and making decisions for yourself under duress is not always the the best idea because sometimes then we end up jumping when we're not yet ready to jump. So the first guidance is to remember to be strong and remember how strong you are and to maintain that strength for a while yet, and not to make any big moves, changes for six to maybe eight months, but to know that you'll be able to rest and relax, um, rest and relax a little more at least sometime around the 
the four-month mark, you'll start feeling better, but six to eight months, you'll be like, okay, okay, okay. I'm doing much better now, and, and everything is coming together, and I'm able to make these little movements, and that makes me feel better. Because I know your life has been on hold for quite a while, and it's not yet off hold, Miss Mary. And I'm taking a little bit more time with you than I would maybe a, a normal caller because you do speak with me so often. So I really want to take some time, especially considering that this is a big situation, um, and, and I want to answer you as thoroughly as possible. Your money stuff, um, you know, the guides are saying that that's something that you're going to be getting together and, and working with and finalizing for the next 10 weeks in particular. So for the next 10 weeks, you really need to go over all of your finances with a fine-tooth comb. Um, you need to talk to as many people as you can, professionals, not friends and relatives and stuff like that, but I'm talking like financial advisors and people that have um, your husband's money or his will or um, the, the places that he's put money, the various places. It's going to take you a while. It's going to take about 10 weeks to really go through all of that, to finalize paying for all of the things that need to be paid for. I mean, the list goes on, right? So you have to be really, really diligent with that and very efficient, um, as the guides were saying at the beginning of this um, hour together. Um, and make sure that you really make sure like make sure, make sure, I'm going to say this a bunch of times here, make sure that you dot every I, you cross every T, you check and double check everything with your finances. And, you know, part of this is just common sense. You don't maybe need me in this moment. I'm just going to remind you, though, because you are bereaved, you are grieving, and that's the time that people make the largest mistakes and mistakes that they just totally are clueless to. And the reason why is because they have so much on their plate and on their heart and on their mind at the moment. So that's why your guides are saying, please make sure you check and double check as much as you possibly can everything before anything is signed or disclosed or done or finished so that you're, you're really as clear as you possibly can be. And then pray for grace throughout this whole time, just continually every day, as often as you possibly can, pray for grace. Pray for grace for your husband's passing, um, and that he continues to transition well, and that you continue to transition well. Does that help you? Uh, yes. It does help. Um, uh, yeah, it does. He, he he didn't have a will and didn't have any money or life insurance or anything, so there's not a whole lot to be done with finances. But I do understand that that yeah, I do need to take care of what 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 I do have at hand. So, um, so basically, what I'm hearing you say is 
um, it's going to be a while before any six to eight months before any changes really take place in my life is basically what I'm hearing. You know, that's kind probably, of, that's the big, yeah, I think, I think that is probably the best takeaway you can have at this point because um, it, it's just going to all take a little bit of time. I understand. And that's part yeah. of where the strength comes in, right? Right. I have a very because strong strength, will. I'm strength. a very, very strong woman. I'm weak and physical, but I'm very. I have a very, very strong will. So, um, um, so you don't see me moving then for a good while then, or where I would be moving to or anything. Well, your guides are saying it would be best if you held that off until all of this other stuff was done because it's just Gosh. one more thing on your plate. One more thing you yeah. have to deal with. One more potential way to miscalculate. Yes, I understand. I understand. I just—it's just that I—I I know I can't move anytime soon. I know that that it's going to take a while. But I do hope that I can move and get out, get away from where I am. I just hope that that's in the future. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, it it will be a little slow in coming, but absolutely, that is what is on tap for you. So, you know, that's that may be something that helps you through is knowing that absolutely you will be able to move. It's just going to take a little while. Okay, and maybe that's Mary. enough until, until you can run. You know, Satya, I understand, Mary, when I'm ready... I'm ready like yesterday. I don't, I thank you. Six months, like if you put it on perspective, six to eight months, well, it's not that much. But when, when I want something now, if I want it now, tomorrow, like six months seems forever. But I understand that one of the, one, one of the things that the guys are asking her is to hold on in any serious decision for that period because then she'll be able to see better, to think better, to decide better. Correct? Yes, to choose more wisely. That's absolutely 100% correct. You are right, Ms. Claudia. Thank you. So now we're going to go with Pat from Connecticut, CEO of Take My Call User. One question. Hi. Um, I want to make sure you can hear me, first of all. Hello, Pat. Yes, I can hear you perfectly. Great, great. Uh, I, um, I want to give you a bit of testimony first. Um, last time we talked about my car, and you kind of told me that things weren't totally fixed, and described what needed fixing, and I took that information to the mechanic, and he's like, you know, sort of scratching his head and thought about it and said no, but at the same time, I realized, you know, that you said one mechanic has to be stepping on the gas and the other mechanic has to be looking at the engine, and I did that with him a number of times afterwards, so in a way, I, I think they just still need to discover what's going on, but it's running, and I don't know if I said at that point, you did say um, buying from a used car from him is a good, I'll get a good solid car. I don't know if I said or if it came up at that point that he's, he was fixing one up for his mother. He's actually going to sell it to me at a wonderful price. So um, 
thrilled. And this guy is just a character. I'm just so glad I, I found him. So I just wanted to say that you were right on. You, you know, you said um, be prepared to maybe be stuck by the road, but no, the engine wasn't going to blow. So I'm sticking to side roads instead of getting on the highway and just going slow and fingers crossed. <clears throat> and he thinks the car is a good car. Anyway, I could go on and on. I'm going to sell the car to him at a low price and he can fix it up at his leisure, figure out what's going on and then resell it. So it's a good relationship. So well, you know, that's wonderful. And I did look really quick at the car that he um, has been setting up for his mom. And I think that will be a good choice for you. I do feel like it would be a good choice for you. Yes. But I also want to say that there is one other choice that may come up, and don't discount it. Take a look at it when it comes up so that you're clear, because I see you having a choice of actually two cars. And sometimes a choice is just so fabulous to have, isn't it? Me? Yes, and I also did say, hey, when I buy this car, if something else comes up, like this or that, can I sell this back to you and buy that car? He's just so easygoing. He said, sure. <laughs> so, what a lovely guy. Yeah. So, thank you again for that confirmation. I would love to um, ask about myself now. Okay. Okay. So what would you like to I'm sort of going to let Go you kind of pick, pick what to work on. I'm doing uh, a tremendous amount of ministry work, and I feel like I'm doing healing probably for the first time in my life. I'll be 70 this year. I'm very excited about it, and I really don't have a clue yet um, of what all that means, the potential, but I'm excited. Um, And I forgot the other part I was going to explain to you, but basically... I'm looking to see um, what is ahead for me as far as potential. Oh, I know what I want to ask. Um, one of the things that I'm hoping that will manifest because of this, and you don't have to, you can just pick one answer, um, is that eventually, I know not right away, I will be with a mate, be on land that I love, and just everything that I've wanted that I've not had since I was about 10. Um, so okay. I'm hoping. Okay. Yeah. No. No. I'm. 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 I'm with you, and I'm giggling because I'm giggling at that ten-year-old um, that's still still got that hope going. You know, going. Oh yeah. Even though I'm seventy, let's bring it on. You know. That's what makes me giggle. Okay. I'm gonna look at this now, Pat. Give me just a minute. Let me just tell you, it's been. Okay. So you were you were going to look at the map and sorry I didn't understand that. No, you said you were going to look at them uh, at Pat and there was some interference so she's listening but we cannot talk to her right now. I see. Okay, thank you so much. Let me look. Thank you. Well, there's a couple of things going on. 
The ministry work is going to be winding down sometime here in the next couple of years, and that's actually going to end up being a good thing, even if it may not feel like that in the beginning. So um, just kind of go with it and allow the universe to move you forward where you need to be. Speaking of moves, that will be the other thing that will occur. Now, it's over water, and it leads, I believe it's over a river, so you'd be moving over a river. Um, so, in other words, not a large body of water like my move was, um, mm-hmm. but, and I feel like there is a person that is going to be helping you move, and right after that move is when you start to find contact with, you know, actually a good number of interesting um, potential mates. So um, I would say to your 10-year-old, hold the phone, just keep hoping things are coming, things are shifting and changing. Give it time. Great. And so let us know, Pat, how that goes. So now we're going to go to, we have two options. We can go to Georgia or to California. Where do you want to go, Pat? Hmm, I'd love to go to California. That'd be fun. Okay, let's bring Christy to the show. Oh, she hung up. So we're going to California. Zero to Georgia. Sorry, Maddie. <laughs> so she decided Hi. you were first. <laughs> Hi. <laughs> Hey, how are you? I'm good, thank you. Um, My question is, do you help with dreams? Yes, absolutely. I love dream work. Okay. The other night, um, I had a dream about my father. He's on the other side. And this is the first time Mm -hmm. I ever had a dream about my father. And he had a, a sky blue hat. On. And I looked and I said, that's daddy. And he looked so young and he looked so good. And But he never said anything. He just looked up at me. Seemed like he was sitting among, uh, on, around the table with among, among other people. And that's all I can remember about the dream. But I saw him with a hat. And I said, he always loved to wear hats. But this was a sky blue hat. Thought, that is hmm. darling. What is he that I love that. Give me your father's first name. Bishop. Okay, hold on one second. Well, so one of the things that I like to help people understand is when loved ones have passed away, Sometimes they can come back and they can say hello, and sometimes they do it in the funniest way. My mom loves to come and give me cooking tips or cleaning tips or stuff like that. It's just so funny. If, if you knew my mom, it would be perfect. Um, anyway, your father is finally at a place in his, let's say, afterlife, where he is able to connect with you. And when that happens, it's really amazing. Um, And they oftentimes cannot 
speak because that's kind of like a skill that they learn later down the road. And it changes for everybody. Some never learn to speak. Some do. But um, his wearing of the sky hat was a way of explaining to you that he is where you all wanted him to be. He's he's in in what we would term heaven, but he's in a happy afterlife where he is thriving and doing well, and he is still thinking of you and sending love or happiness your way, but he is not yet able to verbally communicate with you. And I wouldn't be surprised if he doesn't learn how, because he is one of those that will try to figure that stuff out. So um, don't be surprised if he comes to you in another dream a couple years down the road and is able to say a few words. But yeah, no, that's exactly what that was about. And the sky blue hat was just supposed to be like, my head's not my head's not in the clouds, but it is in the sky. I am in the sky. Does that make sense? Yeah, it does. Yeah, yeah. So, oh, that's it. That was, and I've always known him to wear hats, but never a sky blue hat. <laughs> <laughs> always more yeah. like earth tones. <laughs> we're gonna call it. We're going to call it the sky hat from now on. That's hilarious. Mm -hmm. I love it. And, you know, they do often find these ways that are, you know, when you think about it, you're like, well, yeah, that's pretty simple. I mean, nothing complicated here, you know, because they want to be understood. So they're going to pick easy ways of communicating. Got you. Wow. Interesting. Thank you so much. You are so welcome. I love it. I hope that Bishop comes and visits you again soon. I hope so. And, and give me a good message. Any message for me? Like uh, you can pull a card? Is that possible? Um, there's still going to be some things up in the air for a little bit yet, but don't be surprised if by the time we get into the end of summer, so we're talking August, maybe as late as September, but I'm thinking more like August, that things start landing for you. Things start settling down and things start coming to fruition. So no longer having things up in the air. Oh, sounds good. Oh, thank you, Maddie. Well, thanks so much for calling today. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Have a great day. You, you as well. Bye-bye. And Sati, at the beginning of the show, we were talking about um, these times of now and the recommendations that are for everybody that that I well we are all living in the in the now. So, what is it that you find that has helped you dealing with the high energy that we're going through, the heat, the you know all that's going on in the world? When that happens, what is it that helps us to settle, to ground, and to be able to understand spirit and their messages for us. 
Well, you know, you you said that in such an interesting way. Um, so let me kind of back it up just a little bit and unpack that. Um, you know, whether people want to believe that the world is warmer than it was two decades ago or not is irrelevant anymore. Whether it's due to the fact that we're having it, you know, we're we're causing it, or whether it's a natural cycle, it's irrelevant. It's here. It's undeniable, right? Mm-hmm. Whenever things heat up, because again, the last class was or show was about heating and things that are hot. Again, the energy, the molecules, everything raises. The frequency of those beings that are, let's say, in that heat, which would be us, um, they also raise. It's a very transformative thing, heat. Heat is very transformative. So we are all going collectively through a transformation. And that transformation is to get us from a place of of ignorance where we have been and take us to a place of greater understanding. Now, that's a very vague way of saying we're going to get a little smarter um, and not a whole lot because it's greater understanding. It's not like absolute understanding or perfect understanding or full understanding. It's just greater understanding. And um, the guides say that we are in the Sundia time right now between two major um, yugas or two major times on the evolutionary scale. The Sundia time is always the time in which you're in the fire, you're in the heat, you're in that transformative stage. And, you know, that can be a really uncomfortable place to be. So since you started out with the concept of heat, Ms. Claudia, I wanted to kind of weave that in from last, uh, the last radio show, last month's radio show, and also give it a little bit more of an explanation. Now to answer the second part, which is how do we, like, get through this time and stay grounded and not get burnt too badly by this heat. Well, you know, that's part of what they were talking about today at the beginning with raising the frequency. If your frequency raises, you conceptionally will be able to stand the heat in the kitchen just a little bit better than Johnny Smith, who (laughs) is still struggling with that who is not trying to uh, improve, not trying to become a better human, become more understanding, become more clear, become more conscious, become more aware, become more mindful, any of those adjectives you can use, right? Um, And as long as he resists, let's say, um, or stays put, which is a different energy, it's not resistance, it's just not moving, um, it's just going to get hotter and hotter and hotter and hotter for him because he is not going with the flow. He actually, even by standing still, he is still against the flow, even if he's not moving backwards. So to be able to raise your frequency, to be able to fill your body with the correct foods, to stay um, healthy as much as possible, 
to um, find ways to keep a cool head, a cool mind, a very uh, calm heart. These are all things. One thing I will tell you, you know, I, I spent 30 years meditating. It's such an amazing thing. It can take you so many different places. And there's so many different types of meditation out there. If you've tried meditation before and you feel it didn't work for you, try another kind. Because as many books as there are, there's, well, maybe not as many books, but, you know, there's a lot of different forms of meditation out there. So these are all ways to stay cool so that you can go through the transition and go through the heat of the fire with a little bit more resiliency, with your feet grounded, to be able to look at things clearly and squarely as they are without thinking that they have to be how you want them to be or they have to be how somebody else wants them to be. You know, just by clear observation without being subjective but being completely objective, all of these things will help. And as we go through the heat, that question of objectivity is going to become more and more important. You know, I mean, as a country, the United States, becoming objective, that in this climate of the United States is a massive feat. Just to be objective in today's reality as an American is a massive feat because misinformation is coming at you from all different angles. And you have to be able to stay balanced and stand your ground in order to see what actually is. And as soon as you want it to be a different way and you allow yourself to think that it should be that way and fool yourself into thinking that it is that way, now you're in the heat. And that heat's going to swallow you up. And it's, it's just common sense. Thank you. So, uh, right now, um, Sati, I, I, when people want to have um, more of you, they want to contact you and get a one-on-one, what is their, your advice to them? How, how can they reach you? Well, that's really an easy thing to answer. Thank you for asking. <laughs> um, SpeakingDivinity.com is my website. That's seek, as in seek and you shall find. So that's S-E-E-K. Um, e So that's double elephant. Um, seeking Divinity. And then the other way you can find me is BMS Progression, which is just the acronym for Body, Mind, Spirit. Pretty simple progression.com and if you want to just email me directly you can email me at sati s-a-t-i at bmsprogression.com or at speakingdivinity.com you don't even have to go through the website Um, and you can get a hold of me very easily that way Um, so and I am really great at actually returning uh, people's, um, you know, emails or texts or whatnot within, you know, a day. If it's taken me 24 hours, it's usually because of the time change. <laughs> but otherwise, you know, I'm really pretty quick with getting back to people. So um, that would be probably the easiest way for folks to get a hold of me. 
Thank you. But also through you. They can they yeah. can get a hold of me through Seaview. Um, that's also another way. They I have yeah. a YouTube channel. I haven't been on it for a while, so it's probably um, a little old, although it does have all the radio shows on it. Um, and they can get me through the YouTube channel too. So there you go, all the ways. Yeah, and also on Facebook, we can private message you on Facebook, Twitter. And Sethis, I want to thank you for today's show, for making one more time here, and have a wonderful month of June. I will, we will see you back in July to your regular um, calendar show at the first Friday in July, which will be July 7th. So if everything goes awesome. well, we'll see you then. And everybody put it in your calendar. Remember, Sassy Chappelle will be back on July 7 with Speaking Divinity Psychic Reading. Go to her website. Get hold of her. And when you want a one-on-one -on -one with Sassy and you want a little something extra, just ask for it. And let's see what Sassy surprises you with. And thank you, Sati, for being here. Have a wonderful rest of your day. Anything that um, you want to mention before we say goodbye? Um, no, I think that we've covered a lot today, a lot of ground. Um, but I do want to say thank you to everybody who always tunes in. I know this wasn't our regular time. Um, like I said, I've had a little bit of a month, so... And it was really good for me to kind of shift things just a little bit. But I am always grateful for everybody who listens to the show um, and comes to speak with me on the show. So thank you so much. And I wish everybody a wonderful and happy June. Thank you, Ms. Claudia. Thank you as well. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.